Blog Talk Radio. trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right, coming to you each and every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., there are several ways for you to join this show. One, we want you to pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can find us live and in living color. Facebook Live, Tina D. Jackson is the name, all right? Don't forget to follow the show. If you are not already, go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 That is the number two. Make sure to click on the follow link. <clears throat> Excuse me. More importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted, all right? You can also go to iTunes. Just type in your iTunes account, Sports 2 with TJ and click subscribe. All right, it's just that simple. Got the housekeeping out of the way. Not too much on my mind tonight. Just want to talk about some sports. Is that all right with y'all? I hope so, because I'm ready to do it. Ready. Ready, Freddie. All right. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get to the rundown. NFL Hall of Fame weekend. In the books. Did you miss it? The good, the bad, the ugly. We will talk about that. NBA free agency updates. They are not finished, okay? Still more money to be thrown around in the NBA. Players making moves, moving to new teams. So we will talk about all of that and get you updated. To be or not to be vaccinated. That is the question. And probably some other NFL um organizations around the league. So we will talk about that. You already know NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. Oh, another jam-packed show. Are you ready? Get ready, get ready, get ready. Because we are about to bring it to you. Straight talk, no chaser, once. Again, all right, we will go ahead and jump into our first break, the breaks tonight, celebrating a birthday boy. Other than that, just some feel-good music. 
Hopefully you can pat your feet, wiggle your toes, move your hips from side to side, and anything goes. Uh-oh, oh, on the roll. <laughs> I'll leave the lyrics to Miss Lucinda, though. All right, so we'll go ahead and jump into our first break, and then... On the outside of that, still uh, some Olympics. Uh, the Olympics, they are wrapped up. But, hey, the USA struck gold once again. So we'll talk about a little Olympics and then head into that NBA free agency frenzy. All right. So y'all don't move a muscle. Would you go ahead and get your, get your little appetizers, whatever you need to get you through these next two hours, because the ladies are going to bring you through the rest of the way. All right. We'll be right back after the break. It's LL Sports 2 with who? DJ. Let's get it. Instead of watch out quick, I send them to the sky. That ain't nothing to be 
It's a shame. 347-824, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. It's a shame how much fun we have on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. And it's time for us to have some more fun once again because I have the ladies in the house with me. Oh, yeah, the ladies in the house with me. Can you feel it? The ladies in the house with me. Yeah, the fearsome force to all the ladies in the house. Hey, ladies. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening, ladies. Do I have everyone? Where's Miss Terry? Yes, ma'am. I hear Janelle. Uh-huh. Where's Miss Terry? I'm here. I was going to say, you didn't hear that voice? <laughs> Oh, that was a baby. Come on now. It's starting off once again, y'all. We are nine minutes and 17 seconds into the show. Fancy, there she go. (laughs) (laughs) There I go, there I go, there I go. (laughs) Ah, what a show we're going to have tonight. What's up, everybody? You know. What's up, everybody? Tuning in on Facebook. My auntie Karen in the house. Rashad, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Brian, hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, so let's go ahead, ladies. We want to. I want to wrap up the Olympics. The Olympics are over. Okay, so everyone has gone back to their, uh, you know, requisite countries, state, city, probably wherever they came from. Okay. But let's just wrap it up real quick. Finally, finally, let me get some applause. The U.S. They waited for the very last race. They finally brought home gold. (laughs) And out to the men's U.S. USA 4x400 relay, along with the U.S. women's 4x400 relay taking home gold. U.S. women's team, uh, Sydney McLaughlin, Allison Felix, Delilah Muhammad and Asim Mo, they did the doggone thing. Nobody broke a, a world record this time around, but man, those ladies, I'm telling you, it, it was just absolutely beautiful. I love track and field. And then the men, USA men, finally got the handoff right, didn't drop it, didn't trip over each other, didn't fall out of bounds, whatever they normally do. But the men brought home gold Michael Terry, Michael Norman, Bryce Deadman, and Rye Benjamin. Ladies, how about them going how about the USA going on, on going out on a high note with those gold medals? Way to go, way to go. How about, how about the girls literally um beat beat the competition three and a half seconds to the end. That was crazy. That race was out of control. They had so much of a lead on them. I couldn't believe it. The guys didn't yeah. do bad either. They were one and a half seconds, but the girls beat beat the competition three and a half seconds to the finish line. It was so beautiful. And there there is nothing like. I mean, I just love to see. I just love to see the athletes, the, the runners, in track and field. And uh, a thing, Mo, she is the. The state of USA track and field is in very good hands. Um, you know, with Sydney, um, don't know how much more um, Lila's going to be running. We know that Alice Felix, he has said that this is 
going to be her last Olympics. She may run in state competition uh, next year, but she did say that this is her last Olympics. But I think that the future of track and field, women's track and field, is in very good hands. But, I mean, to see Mo run, it's like a sale. Oh, it's just so pretty to see her go around that track. I love it. You know and what the men. I mean? She... The, what's funny is she um, she actually has been doing that for years. She's been um, she won she won the eight hundred, the four hundred, the two hundred, the four hundred, and the eight hundred, and the junior Olympics too. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, sorry, the eight hundred in, in uh, this year's Olympics, but I know I didn't see the uh, in the junior Olympics. I mean, yeah, she is so she is so phenomenal to watch. Um, like I said, the men, they finally did something and, and went ahead and brought home the gold. Michael Terry, oh, my goodness, we were just, we were in fifth place right now. He came over to the finish line, the first leg. I said, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, Michael Norman, oof, he was on a mission because he lost his individual 400. He didn't even uh, right. medal. So he was on a mission. But shout out to the men. Um, Bryce Deadman, he, you know, kind of, uh, he, he kept the lead, but uh, Rye Benjamin, he, he brought it on home. And shout out to the Netherlands, too. Came up in second place, getting that silver. I had never been seen a team so happy to get silver. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun to watch. But well, shout out to, to, uh, to the USA. So overall total, uh, USA went home with 113 medals, 39 gold, 41 silver, 33 bronze. Uh, China came in second with 88 total medals, um, and USA did take the number one there. Uh, we had 39, and China ended up with 38 gold, uh, 32 silver, 18 bronze. Russia, uh, Russia Olympic Committee had 71 medals, 20 gold, 28 silver, uh, 23 bronze. Great Britain came in fourth with 65 medals, 22 gold, 21 silver, and 22 bronze. And Japan wraps up the top five with 58 medals, uh, 27 gold, 14 bronze, and I'm sorry, 14 silver and 17 bronze. All right. So, yeah, overall, uh, I must say I'm, I'm happy that the Olympics are over. Janelle, um, I think you and I may have been the only one who participated in watching the Olympics this season. <laughs> but... Um, and I'll honestly, uh, A. Lou, Terry, y'all, you didn't miss a lot this season, and um, that was kind of. No, I kinda... watched the Olympic team. I watched oh, you... Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So uh, overall, because um, I don't think I got a chance to ask you, but overall, how do you how do you feel about this this season's Olympics, Terry? I mean, uh, how did you feel about them? I felt they could have done better. But okay. they did, you know, they did bring home, you know, finally bring home the gold. But I think they they could have done better. But I think due to all of the, you know, everything that's going on with the pandemic and, you know, all that, mm-hmm. um, that may have, you know, a lot to do with it. Yeah. You know, Janelle and I were talking about it earlier, and it was just, it was so inconsistent this year for the USA, I think, and that was disappointing. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, like I said, this group went out on a high note. Um, men's and women's basketball took gold as expected, so that was good. Um, of course, you have 
Kevin Durant, him and um, Draymond Green talking noise on Instagram, saying how could people doubt them, you know, how could you doubt the USA, they're the most talented, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, I can only go with what my eyes were showing me. And in that first preliminary, the USA was not looking like gold material. No. Okay. no. <laughs> and even in the first couple legs of, of the, the tournament there, once they got to Tokyo, the USA, they were not looking like gold. So we will love. Uh, but, you know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And they did finish getting that gold medal. So shout out to the USA there. What's up, Brian and everybody? I think I saw something here. Rashad, I like that jersey. I'm going to need you to come up on off of that and let me have it. No. First of all, you cannot have it, but I had to rock the Jerry Rice in, uh, in honor of the Hall of Fame weekend because right now that's the only jersey that I have that's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so shout out to the Hall of Fame weekend. We would definitely get to that. All right, Marcus, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Kitty Cage, my brother from another mother. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, so let's get to this uh, NBA free agency. All right, let's talk about all of the latest moves and, and money thrown around. But real quick before we get to that, ladies, did you hear about the possible tampering charges with my bulls and the heat? Have you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so I'm a little nervous for you. I know. Well, let's just talk about it. I don't want anybody, you know, accusing me of of not, you know, talking about everything in the news. But the NBA they have opened up they've opened up investigations into possible tampering violations that involve two sign and trade deals. One with my Chicago Bulls and the other with the Miami Heat. So it's the acquisition of New Orleans Lonzo Ball and Miami's acquisition of Toronto's Kyle Lowry. So the probe will examine illegal contact among teams and players ahead of the opening of free agency, which is on last, um, which was on this Monday at 6 p.m. This is according to sources told to ESPN. Uh, team executives, players, agents, and players have been notified of the opening of the league's office investigations, according to sources. Now, we know that the NBA, they instituted more stringent penalties in these cases in 2019 to include uh, raising the maximum fine for teams to $10 million and the possibility of suspending team executives, forfeiting draft picks, and even the voiding of the contract. So those are some of uh, the stiffened penalties that were um, added back in 2019. So the New Orleans agreed, uh, they agreed to trade um, Lonzo Ball, he was a restricted free agent, to the Chicago Bulls on a four-year, $85 million contract for Garrett Temple um, on a new three-year, $15.5 million deal. Um, also trading Thomas uh, Sadoransky. And then um, for the Miami Heat, again, their deal was with Kyle Lowry. Um, They negotiated a three-year, $85 million deal, also sending uh, Goran Dragic and forward Precious uh, Ochoa to the Raptors. So, again, they are just trying to make sure that they were legal, sign and trades, no tampering, um, no information as of yet, but we'll just have to 
keep our eye on it. Um, we know that back in 2022, the Milwaukee Bucks, they lost a – I'm sorry, this was last year. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they lost a 2022 second-round pick for tampering charges with Sacramento Kings. Um, they are restricted free agent Bogdan Bogdanovich. But we also know that the Bucks didn't end up keeping that player in that trade. Um, Bogdanovich actually went to the Atlanta Hawks. So um, no tampering charges found but that was the most recent uh, investigation that could have possibly been opened up. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, because it hasn't been found out yet that there have been any tampering charges, but, ladies, any thoughts on the possibility of, you know, my my bulls or the heat kind of being in hot water? Um, Anybody who wants to jump in. I hate that. It's happening, number one, but I hate that it's happening around Ball because it just further advocates to his to his uh, troublesome legacy that he's had. You know, yes. he's trying to, he's finally trying to get away from this situation with his dad, and now he's in the middle of this. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, and no part of his own. You know, right? I mean, right. he wasn't the one having the conversations with the agents and the executives and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely with you on that. It's like I'm sure, sure at this point in his career, Lonzo just wants to be associated with playing ball and playing good ball. Um, at this point, so yeah, I hate that. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it's just you know um, nothing to it. But um, Harry, and Lou, any thoughts on the possible tampering charges? No. No, I think that they're doing the right thing, and I agree with Janelle. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, like I said, it'll just be water under the bridge. What's up, Milton? Milton says, what jersey do you have? Ah, very right. You're right. Or are you asking me what jerseys that I have that are not all the same? And I can answer that too. Not yet, I should say. Um, of course, I have my man um, Bowman, Willis, Kittle, Kaepernick, Gore, and of course Miss Jackson. But I'm in I'm in my own Hall of Fame. So hey, I should have worn that too. What you say? What the mess? Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. The fierce foursome full round table in the house tonight. All right. So, hey Lou, good news for you, Clippers. Kawhi Leonard. He is re-signing with the team. Uh, we know that Leonard he averaged twenty four point eight points per game in this season. That was second uh, within his second season with the Clippers. He is also recovering from surgery, um, partially torn ACL, had surgery last month. They also signed point guard Reggie Jackson to a two-year, $22 million deal and also signed forward Justice Winslow to a two-year deal. So, hey, Lou, how do you feel that they, uh, the team, Kawhi Leonard, coming back? Don't know if he's going to be playing this season yet or not, but he is re-signing with the team. George is still there too, right? Yes, he is. Okay, that's my joy. 
That's my joy, oh. uh, son. <laughs> All right now. Hallelujah. Let me just go. Let me go gospel now. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. So all praises be to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, because he is wonderful. All right. And sing. <laughs> all right now. Go ahead, Aunt Lou. I just, well, I see that she is very happy and joyous that Kawhi uh, Leonard is staying in L.A. Clippers land, that is. All right. So shout out to the Clippers there. I, I think that's a good keep, uh, too, with Reggie Jackson. Uh, were, were there any maybe thoughts or um, did, did we really think that Kawhi would leave the Clippers? Uh, Terry, Janelle, what do you think? I didn't, I didn't think he would, and I'm glad that he did not. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I just wasn't sure as far as, you know, the surgery, you know, and all mm-hmm. that, that he would, you know, he would be playing, you know, so soon. But uh, I, I didn't, I'm glad he did not leave. And I think they did have a better chance, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we don't know when he'll be playing, actually. So it's being reported that he may have to sit out this entire season. But they said partially for an ACL. So keep fingers crossed that, you know, we will see him this 2021 uh, season. But there were rumors that he would be he would be out the whole season. But, um, All right. But yeah. Fingers. yeah, fingers crossed for that. Any doubt, Janelle, he was going to be leaving? No, I'm just I'm just glad he stayed because I really don't know what, I had, what would have happened to Mrs. Lucinda if he had left. Oh, no, she'd have been gone. Jump ship. Put that <laughs> Thank her. you. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for looking at me, TJ. You don't have any hope in me. I do. That's just dope. These are just dope. <laughs> wink, wink. Okay, I'm just kidding. No, I know, Aunt Lou, you've been, you have done very well. I mean, you've been a, you, you stayed with the Clippers, I mean, since, since the show has been, been on air. So, hey, I'm proud of you. I really am. It's I don't think seven or eight years, and they didn't even have a superstar, TJ. And I've been faithful. Y'all need to give me some credit. I I, I knew you were going back to L.A., to La La, uh, to the Lakers. (laughs) But you did. Stay strong. All right. So let's see. What else? Oh, big news in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant, he signed his extension. Um, The deal is expected for four years, 190 million dollars. Um, he is expected to decline his 2020, uh, 2022-23 option, and um, that will extend off of his salary for this year. So he did sign the uh, max bill there, four years, $198 million. So, ladies, uh, how soon do we think that Kevin Durant will be bringing a chip to Brooklyn? I'm going to say do you think two years or more than two? Uh, Carrie, think. I'll give him two. Okay. I'll give him two. All right. Hey, Lou, what do you think? Um, Maybe two or more. All right. So you think it might take more than two years? Yes, because we should have one before he gets one. 
Mm, okay. All right. I like your strategy there. Janelle, what do you think? I think Miss Lucinda's delusional because I can guarantee she's not going to get one before they do. Um, and and I can guarantee you that it'll be within the next. I'm sorry, it's not. It's it's not happening. Um, I, especially and and we know her boy gonna be out this year. No, it's not happening. Um, I think it's gonna be definitely within the next two years. Honestly, I I truly do. Honestly, I, I'm hoping to see them in the Lakers in the playoffs. This, I mean, in the uh, finals this year. Mm-hmm. This year coming, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Janelle, me and you are on the same page. I think after the way they got bounced out this season right here, with everybody knowing that a healthy Brooklyn Nets team would have been in the finals, possibly winning it, I think they're going to be on a mission. And I think they might take it this year. I think that's going to be their goal. So I definitely think they'll have it within the next year, if not before. I agree. Sorry, Aunt Lou. But, hey, we don't know. It's all good. I'm keeping hope alive. Y'all never believe in me and then all these things happen. So I'm just going to show you. Because who, who's to say Kawhi won't be playing next year? I know they're saying that, but we don't know that. You, might. you know, you just don't know how fast he might heal. All right. Well, now. we see. We will definitely see. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So we have another big signing, the Miami Heat. So along with bringing Kyle Lowry to the Miami Heat, they have locked up guard Jimmy Butler, signing him to a four-year, $184 million contract extension, also bringing in guard Victor Oladipo. They're saying he is set to sign a one-year deal. The Dallas Mavericks, they have locked up their man, guard Luka Doncic. He signed a five-year, two hundred and $7 million Supermax rookie extension. So for all the noise and talk of how Luca may not be getting along with this person and he is his style of play and attitude may be turning off this group of people and how he may have ran off the coach, well, he is a staple in the Dallas Mavericks organization for the next five years at the tune of $207 million. Um, any surprise there, ladies? I mean, do we really think that the Dallas Mavericks were not going to keep Luca? I didn't think that they weren't going to keep him. It's just that amount of money. NBA paying out some money, you know? What? <laughs> you yeah. 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 I mean, I knew that. I knew that they would. They would. Dole out big money for him, so um, not surprised there. And I mean, like I said, rumors are rumors, but there was no way that that um, Mavericks were going to get rid of get rid of Lucas. So not surprised at all. It was his turn. Next man up. So um, Janelle, hey Lou, any thoughts on Lucas? No, no, I kind of figured he was stand put. Mm-hmm. He got some nice money though. That's my thing. My thing about it is this is when that 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 motherly thing kicks in for me because I hope that they have all these young kids because he's only twenty two. I hope that that he has the right people in his corner because I would hate for him to sign and do his thing and 
you know, have all this money in his career and then end up like, um, what was the boy's name? Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, the the player for Memphis who died broke. Oh, um, the one that was murdered? Yes, yes. Yeah, I would hate for him. I would hate for them to end up like that because the same thing goes for the, for Trey because they gave him that money too. And it's like, okay, guys, mm-hmm. I, I hope y'all doing the right thing with this money. I really, I just would hate for them to go through because you never know a one bad injury and your career is over. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just, it, it's. I'm glad they, I'm glad they're getting paid, but I just hope they're doing the right thing with it. Mm. So true. Um, before I chime in with that, hey Lou, do you want to chime in on that? Uh, I basically agree with Janelle on that, and uh, you know he's young and he he did he's doing his thing and he's got some more growing to do. So I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. In the house, I see you. What's up, Harold Chambers? Thank y'all so much. My auntie Kim, hold it down again at I Town Court. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Uh, going over the uh, NBA free agency signings and uh, rookie contract extensions, mega deals. You know, you do make a, a very valid point there, Janelle, with, uh, you know, all these young young superstars are coming into all of this money. One thing with Luca, though, I think because with him coming, you know, he, he was on a rookie deal here in the U.S., but from where, did, where is he from? Uh, is it Greece? Uh, no, where is he? Germany. No. Where is he from? I, I'm thinking. I can't think of where he's from, but it's it's not Greece and it's not Germany. Um, oh. Well, wherever he's from. Africa. Right. Stop now. Right, because he was playing professional. He was playing professional before. That was my, my argument when we were talking about him being a rookie in the States because right. technically he's really not a rookie. Slovenia? That sounds good. That might be it. I agree. I don't know. <laughs> don't get me to lie. But, but, but like you said, we, you know, we do know that he was playing um, overseas. Oh, international. He was already pro before he came to the NBA. So I think that's going to – Right. He's going to have a stronger foundation, you know, when it comes to that. And um, speaking of Trey Young, you know, I think those, those players that have that strong foundation, that strong father figure – um, in their lives now, whether or not the family takes over the money and, you know, they spend it, that's going to be a totally different story. But I do think that, you know, some players just come in with a with a grounded foundation um, to where, like John Collins, I don't think that he would be one of those that just goes through his money, um, you know, just from the background and, and uh, you know, things that you read about his upbringing. Um, I think a lot of the things, too, it is a matter of where they put their money. You know, a lot of times people, and, you know, we talk about this all the time, people don't know how to break those ties with Pookie and Ray Ray coming in from back in the day. You know, they their friend now has a whole bunch of money. You know, now they want to come up with this startup company or this investment deal or whatever, and then the best friend wants to invest because they want to support their friend, and then it's just a hot mess. And then you end up with millions of dollars, millions of dollars gone just down the drain. So whether it be investment, right. um, you know, in the case of, oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. I can see his face because they just did a series on him. Um, but the guy from Memphis, you know, they say that he was into gambling. So, you know, it's just you got to make 
you know, strong and conscious decisions once you come into this money. But um, you just hope that, you know, they put their, they back their money um, uh, behind uh, substantial and, and grounded um, investments. But, you know, with that type of money, they're bound to lose some of it, though. Yeah, some of it. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So a couple more uh, free agency um, news and notes here. The New York Knicks—they did sign forward Julius Randle to a four-year, one hundred seventeen million dollar contract extension, going to elevate his deal now to a total of five years, one hundred and forty million. Uh, we mentioned this on last week. The Golden State Warriors, they will be re-signing forward Andre Iguodala. He agreed to a one-year deal with the team. This is going to be his second stint with Golden State. He spent his first, uh, he spent, I'm sorry, six seasons with the Warriors winning three NBA titles. Atlanta Hawks, they will be retaining guard Lou Williams. They signed him on a one-year $5 million deal. Yay. The 76ers, uh, they are uh, returning uh, guard Danny Green. He is going to be signing a two-year, $20 million deal. And the Lakers are extending their coach's uh, contract, Frank Vogel. Um, terms were not revealed, but we know that uh, Frank Vogel did win the uh, title uh, in the 2020 season with the Lakers. So updated in a, uh, I'm sorry, NBA news and notes there. So I heard you, Snell. You okay. happy about that? Wait. Retaining? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely okay. happy about that, um, and I meant to text you about that when I when I uh, read it. But okay, so let me just add one thing to this. To this, you were talking about the Lakers, so I just want to tell you the most disappointing um, free agent situation that I read about was Dennis Schroeder. They offered him eighty four million to stay with the Lakers. It was an eighty four million. It was either four or five year deal, and he turned it down. Guess who picked him up? Oh, I saw that. I couldn't. I the, was right the, Bo- is that? the Boston Celtics. Yes, the Boston Celtics for five million. Now talk about betting yeah. on yourself and betting wrong. Wait a minute. I talk about betting on yourself and betting wrong. Oh, there it is. It was right up under um, Luca. That's why <laughs> it was in my crease. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, eighty-four million, and now he's down to a Turn five million down. deal. On one year, one year, five point nine million. So, ladies, had you heard that, Aunt Lou and, and Terry? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yes. Dennis did the wrong thing. When betting on yourself goes bad, so it was eighty-four on a five-year deal. Isn't that right, Janelle? Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, it was yeah. a four-year deal. It was a four-year deal. It was a four-year four deal. deal. And he, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it Eighty-four million, and he turned it down, betting on himself. And now he not only is he not in sunny L.A., but now he has to go to Boston, cold Boston, with stuff on a one-year five-point-nine million-dollar deal. When Uncle Sam gets, he's gonna yeah. walk away with two-point-four. Stop it, oh. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> and that was eighty-four million for five years. The first one for four for four, four, four years. Oh. Yeah. Eighty. Oh, that's twenty some. Twenty, 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 twenty. Oh, Lord have mercy. He he lost it. Twenty, twenty, twenty-two at least plus every year. Might not have got. We might have gotten what a seven, seventy-five percent of that or something. TJ. 
Yeah, I think it's what, six, it's 55 or 60 once Uncle Sam get here. Okay. And then you have the age. So, yeah. He needs to he go, he go yeah. shade for him. He's an, he's but, an, no offense, but he's an idiot. Put it like this, he is somewhere sick right about now. I don't know if it's in L.A. or if yep. it's in Boston, but he is sick. Trust and believe. Because, Yeah. I'm pretty sure there were there were a couple phone calls, texts, and emails. Hey, bro, can we revisit this? Somebody, <laughs> please. <laughs> phone. Mr. Telephone Man, there is something wrong with my line. What's going on, Cameron? <laughs> my cousin, Sam, Cam, I love you, too. What's going on, Jerome? I see you in the house. Yeah, so, oh, Dennis. Oh, Dennis. It's going to be interesting what type of player we see. In Boston. <laughs> oh, goodness, that's not funny, but it is. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL All right, y'all. TJ, I got a question for you. Before before we move off of basketball, I have a question for you. So have you been paying attention to the summer leagues at all? I have not had the opportunity to. I must be honest. Okay, so I just want I just want to put something in your ear when you get the chance. Um, Giannis's baby brother Alex is playing for the Utah Jazz, and he looks good. Ooh, he looks really good. So this is the fourth answer to Kupo. Yeah, it's four of them. The baby yes. brother is in the league too. He's playing for the Utah Jazz, Utah and Jazz. he looks really good. Yeah, oh, along with um. Sharice and Jalen, the two that, that uh, got picked up by the Hawks, they look incredible. I, I'm excited for this next basketball season. Yes, I did hear that the Atlanta Hawks are looking very well in the summer um, summer league. Actually, I heard that, that the summer league is actually one to be watching this year. There's a lot of good talent um, on oh, yeah. a variety of teams. So uh, I, just, I just haven't been able to, to catch it. And my, my uh, DVR is saying, Tina, please stop. They can't take no more. I think I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Lord, have mercy. But you know what? We're going to get through it the best way we can. Ain't that right? Drone says he is out of uh, Facebook jail. Well, how about you stop going into Facebook jail? We'll talk about that in the break. All right, y'all. So we're going to jump into our (laughs) next break. And then on the outside of that, NFL Hall of Fame weekend. Ladies, I hope you watched it, or at least I hope you caught our induction speeches because they were, man, it was a whole um, variety of emotions. But we will dive into it right after the break. But right now it is roll call time. Terry, are you with me? All the way live. Janelle. Yay, yay. Hey, Lou, what say you? I do, I do, I do. I am. <laughs> I love it. It's the force, it's the force, it's the round table. Nell, Terry, Hey, Lou, we'll be right back after the break.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. That's a classic right there. You know, I don't know if anybody knows that song, but me, I'm a, let's, 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 let's just, uh, ladies of the fierce and foursome, uh, had anybody heard that song before? <laughs> Damn. Am I the one you just played? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I've heard that before. Okay. All right, good, Lou. You know, sometimes I try to go through the vault. It's songs that I like. I'm like, I don't know if anybody's ever heard it. But, man, little Otis, classic for y'all. Right there. Mike Wade. Replay. All right. So we're going to end the replay here this uh, NFL Hall of Weekend. Ladies, did you get a chance to catch any of the festivities? Over Saturday and Sunday weekend? No, ma'am. No? No one? No. Okay. All right. Well, have you heard anything about the speeches? No? No, I... Uh-uh. Okay. No, ma'am. Well, that just leaves me an opportunity to talk then. How about that? What's going on, everybody? Hey, tell me. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. So, it was the course of Saturday. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just say let's chat. Let's chat. Okay. So, over the course of Saturday and Sunday, so we know that we had two um, classes enshrined this weekend, the class of 2020 and 2021. It was um, the, the main thing I think everyone was worried about was, okay, how long is this going to take? Because we all know that when it comes to enshrinement speeches, they always give you a time limit, but who really adheres to the time limit? I mean, these players have waited all of their lives to be enshrined into the Hall of Fame, and you cannot condense your whole lifetime story of who you want to thank and all of that in, what, six minutes. Shout out to the Hall of Fame committee and shout out to the enshrinees because they did just that. Um, Each night, I think they allotted, um, I think it was, what, seven to, no, six to ten. That was the, like, recording time. And they only went over, like, 20 minutes. So it was really good. Everyone really did adhere to the six-minute um, time frame schedule for their speeches. So a lot of them, you could tell that they were kind of rushed in. Or not rushed in, but they were kind of rushed and trying to get everything in. But um, shout out to the to the uh, Chinese show for, for keeping it within a reasonable amount of time. Um, but I must say that the um, – some of those speeches, though, it was it was just an array of emotions. Um, of course, Peyton Manning, he was he was just extraordinary. He did. If you guys, since you guys missed it, I I would really love for y'all to go and maybe check it out on YouTube. But Peyton Manning, he started out and he said that he had a dream, right? And then he just talked about all of the different buts um, running a play. So basically he ran through a play on the offensive and the defensive side of the different players in the hall 
and their parts in the play, and um, it was just to hear him say it. It, it was it was really just I thought it was exciting. Um, so to just hear him describe all of those different players, old and new, um, in a play, it, it was just, it really was exciting. But the funny thing too in his speech was he said that um, that Ray Lewis had just finished his speech from 2018, right before um, Peyton Manning got up there. And then he said that by the time Tom Brady is eligible in his first year, which would be 2035, uh, basically say he wasn't going to retire until 2030, <laughs> they said that his, uh, his induction speech would have to be a post on Instagram. So that's how long, that's how much they're going to shorten the induction speech itself. I just thought that was funny. But um, just overall, though, inspiring stories, um, you know, Drew Pearson, I thought his was phenomenal. He said um, that he was inducted into the uh, 2021 Hall of Fame, had to be at least 100 times. He was so excited. Uh, so I was like, okay, Drew, we all know that you are, have, have now finally been inducted. But as long as he had to wait, um, I, I do commend him for that. Um, or I understand, I should say, him saying that. And let's see, Calvin Johnson. I must say I have a new appreciation for Calvin Johnson, um, when you think back, and I, I think we, we talked about this, ladies, but um, just to refresh, did you have a problem or did you agree with Calvin Johnson being a first ballot Hall of Famer? Um, Janelle, what did you think about that? Um, no, I didn't. I really didn't have a problem with that. Didn't have a problem with it, okay, Sherry? No, you. should I have? Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm supposed to have a problem with that. I did not. You did not, okay. Aunt Lou, what about you? What say you? What say me? No, I didn't. You didn't, okay. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with Calvin Johnson being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, one, didn't really think that his career spanned Hall of Fame. Um, I don't want to say worthiness. I, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve to one day be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but, you know, when you think about his eight-year career, um, in the totality of it, yes, he did break a lot of records. Um, he does still hold, I think, one of the premier records, uh, most receiving yards in a season. <clears throat> but just overall in his career, I didn't think that him being a first ballot Hall of Fame it was rewarding of that. And the main reason is because Carol Owens was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's not fair to judge it against that. But when you put the two together, um, if Calvin Johnson deserved to be a first ballot, then Carol Owens, I mean, it just, I think it's a slap in the face. So that's why I say that, Janelle. Um, any thoughts on Okay. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, but but T.O., the thing with T.O. is he, he kind of shot himself in the foot with that. I didn't expect him to go first round, to be honest, not T.O., because he shot himself in the foot with all his antics over the years and the, the different – he played for so many different teams and – you can't really gauge unless you are a really a real football person. You can't really gauge what a person's career is 
when their team hopping the way he did and when it's always he's in the news for something else. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Okay, so I see we're going to veer off topic here just a little bit. I do need to address that. Okay, so to your point where you said you have to be like basically like a diehard football fan to understand what T.O. brought to the Is that a fair assessment? It's a fair assessment. Okay. So who are the ones that are uh, voting on whether or not a player is in the Hall of Fame or not? It's not your average everyday fan. It, it, they are journalists and, play, um, you know, the committee is made up of savant NFL followers or students of the game, wouldn't you say? Okay, yes, that's true. So wouldn't or shouldn't the criteria of being inducted into the Hall of Fame be what you did on the field and not what you did or your antics off the field. Because when he stepped on that field, he always was a force to be reckoned with, regardless of what team he played for. He still holds second in pretty much every receiving category behind the man that I am wearing tonight, Jerry Rice. If that's the case, then why wasn't he a first round? Because they, um, they were hating on him. They were being petty, the inductive committee. And I think if you were to ask any of them now to go back, if they would redo it, I, I bet they probably would. Well, you know what? They might not because male ego is, is, is very stubborn. But I think if they if they are sitting in a room by themselves and it's just them in a the mirror, they know good and well that they should have inducted him on the first on the first try. They were trying to prove a point, which is why he didn't show up to the Hall of Fame. But at the end of the day, they were wrong. That's my personal opinion. But y'all call us up three, four, seven. No, I no, I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I I do. I agree with you. He should have been a first. He he definitely should have been a first round. But the thing is, when you're looking at the fact that people, instead of using their heads, oftentimes use their I, I don't want to say their hearts, but when you're talking about your personal opinion about things or when you're talking about, you know, beholding a grudge against somebody, then that's exactly what it is. And that's when you can't get, you can't, if people would just use that to use the person's actual career and, and, you know, as to what what they've done, then, yeah, we would never have these conversations because everybody who's worthy would go first round. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're talking about people who, like you said, hold grudges and things like that, we're always going to have this conversation. We're always going to have this conversation. Yeah, I think. Well, I definitely want to get the phone line here, but I think in Joe's case, it was definitely an abuse of power. You had people that were in positions that could make these choices, and they abused the power that they have. But let's jump to the phone lines here, because like I say, if you call in, you press the number one, and you want to talk. We want to hear from you. Six seven eight 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 six. You are on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is the Boogeyman. What's going on? Boogeyman. Tampa Bay. Yeah, you know I had to call in about this old T.O. situation. Come on and talk to us. Just keep it clean. And um, Calvin, this Calvin Johnson, because there's no way that Calvin Johnson shouldn't have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
not over T.O., not over – he should have had to, he should have had to wait as long as Chris Carter had to wait, if you're asking me, with his numbers <laughs> and touchdowns and all this stuff compared to Chris Carter. Um, T.O.'s situation is this. People talk about T.O. with this and that, but every team that he was a part of, he made them better. He was all, he's the only player in NFL history to make all pro for every team he played for. The man, the numbers don't lie. They can say what they want to say, but he never had no off-the-field problem with the police while he played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to run into problems with your players and stuff. Everybody do, but they're going to point the finger and all that stuff right there. That man should have been a first-round. I'm like, it should have been no question. And the reason why Randy Mouse made it, because he, he, he worked for the um, NFL. He worked for, um, what, ESPN? If he wasn't in there, guess what? He wouldn't have been first ballot either. Mm. And so they, okay, they black, they, we, we ain't going to say they hated on him. They, we gonna, we going to call it what it is. They blackballed him. Yes. Yeah. I agree, bro. I totally agree. Did you enjoy the Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame speech this weekend? Oh, yes, I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoy that, but the, the thing is, if you look at if you look at um, NFL Network, you'll see the highlights of everybody's speech. They mm-hmm. would not put they, they would not talk about Adrian James because Adrian James kept it real. How they try to stereotype him when he came in the league. You can't come into the league with dreads and gold teeth. They try to say that he was trouble. He said he never been arrested in his life or none of that stuff. Yeah. Like from gold yeah. teeth to gold jacket, well, he killed it. That was the best one to me. Did that. He did that. Drop the mic. That was the best one. I think that had to be the best. Um, best that was the beat. best one for me. But him and um, him and um, him and Peyton Manning. They were the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning too. They were. But they were. but no way, no way. Calvin Johnson should have been the first ballot. I don't care. Look at Sterling Sharp numbers. Sterling Sharp played seven years, and look at look at his numbers. His numbers are better than Kevin Johnson's best seven years or any. Kevin Johnson played eight, nine years. They get his numbers compared to um, Sterling Sharp. That's Shannon Sharp's older brother. No mm-hmm. way. If they're going to put a man in, um, in the Hall of Fame with those numbers, Sterling Sharp should have been enough. Because back in the days when he played, guess who the best two receivers? Sterling Sharp and Jerry Ryder. They were one and two. To my running yeah. neck and day until he got hurt. But that's it. Right. That's all I got to say about that. But, no, they, they, they killed that right there. Okay. All right, Jerome. Well, thank you so much for calling in. All right. Got a Facebook deal. No problem. <laughs> See you Sunday. Thank you, Jerome. 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 Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Uh, ladies, I'm gonna open up the floor. Did anybody wanna comment on what Jerome said? No. No, he made some valid points. He definitely made some valid points. I agree with Janelle and Jerome. I love it when the males come out because you, it's a whole different, uh, you know, uh, twist. Mm-hmm. You know, the S is just flowing and we overtaking everything. That was good. It was, I agree. And what's crazy is um, he he was talking about the. Um, about that guy's speech, and he's 100% right because if you look on um, the in, on the NFL app, everybody's speech is on the app, but his. Yeah, see that? Um, I don't know about that. That's, um, 
we're going we, we will definitely be hearing from one Edwin James this evening. That's I'm, I'm so glad I did get that audio. Uh, but it's 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 sad if they are um, purposely excluding that man's um, speech because it was so on point. Um, it was the most realist conversation I think anybody could have had um, on that platform at that moment. You know, we always want to, uh, or we always expect, you know, athletes to take advantage of the platforms that they have, whether it be to mentor to little kids or, you know, to give back to their communities. And I think when an athlete is as vulnerable or as forthright as um, Edwin was in his Hall of Fame seat, yeah, it's, um, I, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm very disheartened by the fact that um, it seems like they are omitting what he had to say on purpose. So, uh, but like I said, I'm so glad that I got, um, you know, got. I do have some of that audio. Uh, let's see, Jerome says, "Can I call back for two minutes about speech?" <laughs> okay, come on and talk. Jerome is back. Hold on. <laughs> Jerome, he got a little bit more to say. All right, I'm going to talk about this Edwin James thing because you know how when black people speak the truth and all that stuff, white people don't want to hear it. But I'm going to go all the way back to LaDainian, what's his name, LaDainian Tomlinson, when he okay. did his Hall of Fame speech. That was the worst Hall of Fame speech for a black person in Hall of Fame speech. That should have kicked him off the stage. This dude oh, get up there saying he's proud of his slave name and this and that, and they were, oh, they, they just showed that all over NFL Network, ESPN. They didn't even care about nobody else that spoke that night but LaDainian Tonneson when he spoke on his Hall of Fame speech. If y'all didn't hear that, go to YouTube and just look that up. This dude was up there actually talking about he's, he's proud of his slave name, and they just said, oh, he stole the show, LaDainian Tonneson. You should have seen how Deion Sanders them were looking at him. But right. when Edgerton James came out and said what he said, you don't see nothing about his on there, onto my nothing. Mm-hmm. No. And so that's, that's the difference. When you go there kissing butt, they'll, they'll let you come there kissing butt, do it for a Scooby snack, but they oh, won't let you be real. <laughs> not a Scooby snack. Do it for a Scooby snack. He said a Scooby snack. But, Jerome, real quick, did you see right after uh, right after the, the induction was over and they had um, Michael Irvin, Kurt Warner, and um, Rich Eisen on the table and did you see their uh-huh. reaction to his feet? Oh, yeah, they loved it. They loved it. They loved it. They loved it. They loved it, but, see, but they ain't playing it. You know, they, they work for in, um, in, um, NFL Network, but they're not right. going to play it. NFL they Network, they just work for them. The network is not going to play it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's so, sad. And, that's, and, and people should be saying something about that. That's true. Somebody needs to, to make a voice to that because it, it is true. Yeah, they need to say something about it. I'm talking about Yeah. I haven't seen that. My TV is glued on ES um, on um, NFL Network. They talk about everybody except Edwin James. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I was even on because um, when I work at night, I go on NFL Network. Uh, I'm sorry, NFL.com, and I noticed that his was the only one that didn't have a, a video. Right. And I'm like, you have got mm-hmm. tickets. So, like I said, y'all stay tuned because you will hear the portion um, of the speech that Jerome and I are, are referring to. Uh, to, that. to me, I, I thought that was the most powerful speech 
um, any player has ever given. So, all but right, go to go look up or go to YouTube, and if you haven't heard it, go to YouTube and look up Ladanian Thompson. You'll probably turn it off halfway before he oh, no. before he get halfway done with his. I know exactly what you're talking about. You're yeah, talking about your, talking. Um, your latest. Your latest probably didn't hear it. Oh, y'all make sure y'all check, check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he was happy for his slave name. I said, LT, just go sit down. My great, 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 great granddaddy came over here on the boat. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, yes. He did. He That's how he started off. About 10 we minutes long. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. All right, Jerome. Well, okay, then. All right, see y'all Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm going to be a little late because I'm going to be working, but I'm going I'm to be there. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye now. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Yeah, I, like I said, when I went to NFL.com and I didn't see, you know, they have snippets of everybody's seat. And his was down there, and I'm like, okay, is this on purpose? And then, like Jerome said, you don't see any other highlights. You don't see anybody talking about it. They they weren't, and I was waiting for um, Stephen A. Smith and Matt to talk about it on first take. Nothing. I'm like, are they? Okay, okay. So they just don't want to keep it real. I see. Um, But yeah, like I said, we'll we'll definitely hear from that uh, in just a little bit. And um, Charles Woodson. I thought his was very well. Um, his was so emotional. And he got up there and he sang Mama. Boys to men, Mama, because his mother was the one that um, inducted him. She, you know, gave the speech in the, in the beginning. And he sung to her, and he couldn't even get to the song, and he just, just broke down. And he pretty much cried throughout his whole speech because he was talking to his son, and he was just saying, you know, how... You know, they don't know right now because, you know, they're just too young to have gone through anything. But when they get in their 30s and their 40s, you know, they will look back and reflect and they will see and understand why a 35, 40-year-old man is standing on, you know, in front of the whole world crying. Um, He was just saying how, you know, he hopes that, no, the one thing that he wants from his son is for them to love their mother as as much as he loves his. Oh my goodness! It was um, it was just the most most touching speech. He had everybody who ever cheered for him, whoever played for him, whoever coached him, stand up in that um, auditorium that night. And he told them to keep standing. He said that he is up there on that stage representing all of them. A piece of them are up there on that stage with him because if it were not for them, and I mean, he said everybody he would even cheer for me. Stand up. And um, it was just, it was a an awesome feat. So if you missed his, um, definitely catch that as well. But like I said, just a whole range of emotions and um, thoughts on the stage um, between Saturday and Sunday. But um, a little disheartening, though. I'm a little disappointed with the NFL. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Um, well, ladies, do you have a comment or want to comment? Anything else on the Hall of Fame? I'm looking forward to hearing it. You're going to play it tonight, correct? 
I I am. I'm going to play a snippet of Edwin James from Saint Seat. I surely am. All right, dog. All right. Well, I tell you what. With that, uh, before we move into another topic, uh, we only have a couple minutes here. Let's see what. Let's go ahead and jump into our last break, and then after that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. So, yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. The Fierce Enforcement in the House, a full round table tonight. Janelle, Harry, and Lou, and TJ. We will be right back after the break. TJ, it won't be sports that I'm talking about. No. Just, just information if you need to know. Right. We'll be right back.
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL42. But you already know what it is. The clock on the wall. What is it called? It tells us that it is time. That it is time. For the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us? Good evening. For two, I will discuss some shocking things that will raise your eyebrows. These things are happening in the world right now. Did you know that the deserts are growing? The Sahara expanded 600 square kilometers since 1990 and is still ongoing. Antibiotics are becoming less effective because new bacteria has come with a vengeance infected. Modern slavery is on the rise. There's people making money from others' demise. There are 3.5 million modern slaves in the world consisting of men, women, boys, and girls. Although coltan is needed for making smartphones, they're housing slaves in their minds, which is also known. There is blood smuggling going on as well over in poor countries like India. Pray tell. Humans are being chained, their blood taken, and placed in cells. To be or not to be vaccinated is the hottest topic because some of these germs are microscopic. And now the virus and new strains are catastrophic. All of this is making people fearful and chaotic. The end. All right, now. Okay. I was thinking. Oh, that ain't Lou. <laughs> wow. Wow, ain't Lou. Great I was job. just reading. It was just reading. Ain't Lou just reading because I didn't have any sports. So I said, let me just. Double. You just reading, reading up on on on. What's happening in the world and the mines? Talking about the the uh, what is it? The coal mines over there in Cong in the Congo. You know, just studying a little bit, just a little something, something, something. Okay. You know, reading it on the channel. It sure so. is. It sure is. You know, you know what they say. You want to hide something from black people? Put it in a book. <laughs> that ain't the case, man. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> that was the thing. Reading is fundamental. Tell you, you pick up the book, you learn a lot of things. Come on, a lot of things. <laughs> but um, awesome job, Angel. All right, ladies, so resume our football talk. Uh, well, it, you just mentioned it ain't lose to be or not to be vaccinated. That is the question, especially in Baltimore. So we do know that Lamar, that quarterback, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, um, he is now getting over his second bout uh, with the COVID virus, testing positive. And 
um, is saying that he does not know if he will be vaccinated. Um, says that, matter of fact, he, in a quote, he says, I feel it's a personal decision. I'm just going to keep my feelings to my family and myself. I'm focused on getting better right now. I can't dwell on that right now, how everybody else feels. Just trying to get back to the right routine, end quote. So they're saying that he did return to practice on Monday um, after missing 10 days at the NFL mandated quarantine uh, for unvaccinated players. Um, but as I did mention, this is his second bout with COVID. Um, he, he had his first one during the season last year, and we all remember his uh, Superman game that he came back from. Um, Ravens down in the fourth quarter, came back and uh, brought them back uh, to win the game over Cleveland. So, um, ladies, just with, you know, um, it is a personal decision. Um, but do you think that with everything that we've discussed, you know, heading into this season this year, we know that the NFL, they are handling COVID outbreaks a lot differently this year. And if it is to be found, if a organization has a COVID outbreak due to a player that is unvaccinated, that the potential for game checks to be lost is the uh, repercussion of that outbreak. So to knowingly have a player who has obviously been battling COVID, um, seemingly refusing to get the vaccine. Is this a prime example of, you know, do you need to put the team before your personal needs or should the team just rally around his decision? Janelle, you start that off. Honestly, that is a very difficult question, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, you don't want to negate someone's personal decision mm-hmm. towards the job they do. You don't want to you don't want to punish them because they decide not to do something. But at the same token, when your job is affecting somebody else, thank you for it's saying time it. for you to do something. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. It's, it's a very difficult question. That is a very difficult question. My my problem with this is, okay, you've had COVID twice now. That's not encouraging you at all to get this shot. Uh, I'm. I, I think that for some for those people who like him who aren't getting it, um, it's a situation where. Maybe their their bout with COVID hasn't been as severe as others, or maybe they don't know people who died from it or haven't been affected in that manner to where it makes it that much more serious for them. You know what I mean? Right. I just feel like he needs to look at the situation that he's in and realize that if they were in game time mode right now, this would be a problem for the team. This would not just be a problem for him. This would be a problem for his teammates as well. So right. I, I just that 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 bothers me. It bothers me that it it the the light bulb is not coming on or something. Mm. Okay. All right. Perry, what are your thoughts? I agree with Janelle one hundred percent. 
And I think a lot of times people just don't think, you know, with him having COVID twice, and maybe, you know, his family, he may not have a, lost a loved one or, you know, it haven't hit home, you know, and I pray that it don't, but it, it, apparently it hasn't hit home and he have not thought about it. And like Janelle said, you know, as far as if we were actually having into football right now, then it would be a real problem. You know, and it's your own personal, you know, your own personal decision. That's what my personal decision as far as the show. I have an 86-year-old dad, and my dad means the world to me. And if I can go any way to keep him from being sick, taking him out of this world, I'm going to do it, regardless of what anybody say. But I just think that it hasn't hit home, and a lot of people that, you know, haven't taken a shot or just decided they're not going to take the shot, then, you know, it's their their own uh, personal preference. Mm -hmm. But, you know, think about others. If you're going to be out and about, you're going to be, you know, around partying or whatever you're doing, you know, just just be considerate of other people. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Four Two. And Karen says, "PJ rocking the music, ain't Lou rocking the lyrics." I love it. Thank you so much, ain't Lou, ain't, uh, ain't Karen, ain't Lou. Your thoughts? Can y'all hear me? Because I had to switch yeah. phones. Yeah, the phone, the battery went dead. Um, I totally agree with the ladies. Um. Well, my thing is, you know, I've I'm, I'm got to go deep. You know, Aunt Lou just got to go all the, down, deep down in the deep down in the well. Don't okay. get so deep, you get lost. Come on back to us. Go ahead. Okay, well, you better stop. When okay. he, but to get it twice, he, I need to, you need to stop wherever he's going and, and whoever he's dealing with because for him to get it twice, that's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and so that's something that he needs to be, you know, probably just finding out what happened there. But, you know, uh, but if he's going to be on the team, he should be more cautious because you don't want to infect other people and, you know, because you don't know what they're dealing with in their home situations and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so, the, and, 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 but but um, I just think that, you know, like I said, it's his preference, you know, his personal preference if he want to want to get it. But he, it sounds like he's a little careless, so, so, you know, somebody needs to sit down and talk to him. You know, because you know, normally people get it, and that's it. But if you if you're around uh, the wrong types of people, I can say the wrong types of people are people that might not even be aware that they have it. You, know, you just got to be cautious, you know. So it's obvious he's probably not wearing his mask like he should and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's a personal thing as well. Right. All right. All right. Well, you know that's that's why I love. Um, you know, the, the dialogue that we have, um, you know, on our show, getting uh, all of the different perspectives and opinions. Um, but you're right, Janelle, it's a very difficult question. Um, and it's like, who really has the answer? Nobody but Lamar. And, who, you know, you, you don't want to tell somebody what to do with their body um, or to go against something that they believe in. But if you do call yourself a team, you know, a, a teammate, um, if you do say that this is your family, you know, why would you be willing to bring possible harm or uh, consequence to your family? So it, it, it's a very difficult situation um, that I'm sure that he feels like he may be in, but also that he's putting his team, uh, the organization in, because I'm, I'm 
sure they don't want to get to the point where they're like, okay, listen, Lamar, you're going to have to do something as far as that thing. How is that going to make them look? Um, so I, I just, I don't know how they're going to, you know, ultimately resolve this or what conclusions they can come to. But, you know, I'm in total agreement with you. Lamar, what are you doing that you continue to test positive for COVID? Um, and if you're not going to take it seriously enough for yourself, at least look out for your brother man. Because even though you may be single, you may not have kids, maybe you may be living by yourself, I'm pretty sure the majority of your teammates, if they are not married with kids, they have kids that they are around or that will want to be around. They may have parents that are elderly, whoever it is that they, you know, may spend their time with um, off the field. You just can't keep putting them in jeopardy. So, um, you know, and that's that's me being the, the realistic, you know, TJ. As a fan, you know, I'm not trying to see the Baltimore Ravens get taken out of commission. You know, especially on a high-profile game. We just can't have that. We only have 17 games now, Lamar. So I need you to get it together. <laughs> In the words of a Rich Franklin, get it right. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call. Talk to the ladies tonight. But, yeah, on a serious note, but, um, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. It's, you know, you can't, can't tell people what to do. With their body, but could you start taking pace that's the way you see how quickly you resolve the issue. I don't know. All right, y'all. So, um, oh, I'm sorry, real quick, getting back to the Hall of Fame, um, we were talking about first ballot inductees and all of that. I did want to bring up the names uh, for some of the potential 2022 Hall of Fame candidates that are out there. Um, so next year, who will be eligible um, for a first-year first ballot? Anquan Bolden. Andre Johnson, Steve Smith Sr., um, Devin Hester, these are all wide receivers, and Demarcus Ware. So these will all be first ballot, a potential first ballot Hall of Famers for 2022. Um, and, you know, just real quick, whoever wants to chime in, do any of those names pop off as eligible first-time inductees, ladies? Tina, who was the first person you said? Uh, Antoine Bolden, uh, formerly of the uh, Arizona Cardinals and Ravens. Antoine Bolden and Devin Hester for me. Really? Okay. I'm a Devin Hester fan. Uh, Hey, that's why I posed the question. Hey, Lou, Terry, do y'all have any thoughts on those players' names? I don't know these guys, so I can't even go. I don't know. Okay. Oh, Say that one more time. Antoine and where? Antoine and where. Okay. Yeah, Terry, I think your phone is breaking up sometimes when, when you're talking. Okay, but you said Antoine and Demarcus where. You say that they should be eligible. Uh, they should be first, uh, first ballot Hall of Famers, correct? Yeah, I don't think that any one of these should be first ballot. Second ballot, okay. I knew you were uh, going to say that. I yeah. knew you were going to say that. Uh-huh. And you already know where I'm going with it. Yes, ma'am. Because Antoine no way was better than T.O. <laughs> <laughs> no way better than T.O. 
Um, so, Demarcus Square, I could, I, I, I would be okay if he was the first ballot Hall of Fame. He, he was a, a, a beast on that defensive line, so I'd be okay with him. But everybody else, nah. Second time around, in the words of Shaka All right. So let's see here. Sad news, uh, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you, if everybody heard. Alden Smith, um, Seahawks had picked him up in April, signed him to a one-year, $1.1 million deal with um, incentives, and he has since been cut. Um, they're saying that he was involved in an off-field incident, an off-field manner, uh, sorry, matter in Louisiana. Um, just, this is the type of stories that you just, it just hurts the heart. And at some point, you just like, you just don't have to stop. Give it up. I don't know, um, Alden. But um, 31-year-old uh, Alden Smith, he faced, uh, we know, all know that he faced alcohol and legal issues. This was, what, six, seven years ago when he was with then my 49ers. Um, and then uh, he went to the Raiders. Uh, but just been dealing with off-field incident, drugs, alcohol, um, run-ins with the police. Um, thought he had gotten everything together. He was on the Dallas Cowboys last season. Um, he had been staying in a sober house while he was playing for Dallas. They said that while he was in Seattle, he was living at a sober house. But it looks like, um, unfortunately, he did get into an uh, incident in Louisiana. Um, they said that he is going to be arraigned August 24th in connection to an April arrest in Louisiana. He's accused of choking a man unconscious during an altercation that began inside a New Orleans-area coffee shop. According to the police report, was obtained by WWLTV. Smith had confronted the man about marital issues the man was having with one of Smith's relatives. Um, and then they're saying that this was just two days before, I'm, I'm sorry, two days before the incident, uh, the Seahawks had signed Smith to the one-year $1.1 million deal that included $137,500 uh, guaranteed money uh, in the contract. So, just overall, ladies, do you have any thoughts on Alden Smith in this situation? Whoever wants to jump in. All I can say is, wow, that's he's got some serious, serious anger problems. Do you know what it takes to choke somebody unconscious? I mean, and why would you put yourself in that type of right? Why would you put yourself in that type of situation where? You know for a fact your 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 future is is in jeopardy. You know what I mean? You 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 see what you've been going through this whole time, and you finally got somebody to sign you, and you do this. Yeah. I, that's I, and when you said it, now I understand how come he was living in a sober house. I mean, apparently that's the only thing that helped him. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Ain't Lou, Terry, any thoughts? Wow, wow, wow. Ain't Lou, sometimes people can't help themselves, and a lot of times, you know, just because they're in a, ho- in a home or something like that, it don't mean that they've really gotten help. They they really need to get delivered from some stuff. You can have them, have them stay somewhere, and it could be peaceful there and stuff, but, but that old man is going to rise up, you know, when he's in a situation, and that's apparently what happened. 
with that situation, but he just needs some help. He needs some help, and and for me, I mean, I think that's a something for the Seahawks to see. So, you know, I would uh, try to get him some help first before I be putting him out there on the field. You know. Yeah, well, they 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 said they're not even gonna give him any more help. They let him go. Uh-huh. Well, so I can understand because he could be out there doing it on the, with the players. You know what I mean? So. You know, you can only you can only be be so quiet for so long. But what's really going on inside of you is going to come out if it's you know yeah. if it's rage and that kind of stuff. Because you can only suppress it so long. Yeah, that's true. I just I just hate to hear it because like you when you finally think that you've gotten over that pump, they they crossed that hurdle and it looks like they're you know coming out on the other side, and it just definitely has some demons that he is that he has not been delivered from. And it's just so sad, too, because I know his family. I know his mother. I know his aunt. And, I mean, they are God-fearing. Um, he has a prayer warrior circle around him. But you have to want it for yourself. It's a prime example that people cannot change you. You have got to want to look and deep and, and um, look deep within yourself. And I don't want to be here. And then, too, you wonder, you know, there are people out there that just know, and for someone to be messing with his family, you know, it's a lot of people, you just can't mess with people's family now. But that don't mean you just go and choke them unconscious in the coffee shop. I don't know. Let's keep this man in our prayer because he definitely needs it. 347 7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So a couple of, uh, more NFL news uh, notes. The Buffalo Bills, they have signed quarterback Josh Allen to a six-year extension. His deal is worth $258 million. 150 of that is guaranteed. So that deal is going to keep Allen in Buffalo through the 2028 season. Um, we know that he was the MVP runner-up last year to Aaron Rodgers, also leading the team to their first division title since 1995. But the key part of this story, $150 million guaranteed. That now puts him over, dun dun dun, dun. yes, it surpasses Patrick Mahomes' guaranteed money of $141.5. Ladies. We all know next man up, but really, the man's making more than guaranteed money than Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I need to be playing football. That's how I feel about that. Now, hold on, Terry. I, I, we, um, your your phone. It sounds like you're underwater. Whenever you talk, really? Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, go ahead. No, I said I second that. As far as the amount of money that they're making, they're putting out. I can go out there and play football. Girl, please. uh, TJ, who who, who was this that got this money? Because I didn't get his name. It is a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I haven't heard the name, but I don't think he's that great. He's not that good to make that much. You making more than Mahomes? His guaranteed money is more than Mahomes. 
Now, oh. I will take my hat to him. He, he is a nice quarterback. He is he is talented. I will I I must tip my hat to him. But again, it's that next man up, and uh, it it just goes to tell you they are not being paid on what have you you know done. Uh, what if you, you it's like yeah. you know you just get money because it's your time. No time now, baby. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be my time after a while. Um, <laughs> it's coming. Um, I just had to throw that out there. But you know, this is a season for uh people that, that that's been oppressed and stuff to start getting blessed. So, um and the young young girls are raising up the young black girls are gonna be raising up and being entrepreneurs and stuff, so it's happening. So I, I ain't even I'm not even mad with nobody, you heard me. Yeah, I'm not mad at him because, you know, he definitely put in the time and the work. But I know uh, Terry and Janelle, y'all said, you know, you didn't be playing football. I need to go to one of these boys, uh, what's it, uh, young boys of America Club. What's called it? Uh, You're going to be a cougar. Don't tell me you're trying to be no cougar. No. What's it called? The, uh, not the Boy Scouts, but the... Um, not the Boy Scouts of no, not the Boys of America, but uh, the Boys and Girls Club, you know, of America. You know where they have those uh, football camps and everything? No, I need to go mm-hmm. and talk. You need to okay. adopt me a child, a young male okay. in football. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Ain't nobody being no cougar now. Cougar, No, no, never that. But now I'm going to adopt somebody. Somebody's child, and uh, we're gonna go get this money. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL four two. All right, ladies. So before we get out of here, real quick, Hard Knock Dallas Cowboys—they are featured. Um, first, let me ask Terry and Lou: Have you watched Hard Knock? Do you know anything about Hard Knock? Uh, no, I don't. I, isn't it like a Simpsons show or something like that? No, it's not. Okay. Mm. So never mind with that. Mm. Have you watched um oh. you watched the first installment? Don't be snorting at me, uh Porky. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Oh no, that's okay. Janelle, did you did you catch it? I no, you know, I take it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, well, we'll talk about it next week. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself. Terry, by any chance, did you watch it? No. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself then. So uh, on that note. No, don't do that. I want to hear what you're saying. No, because I, I don't want to I don't want to uh, give you any, like, uh, you know, put anything in your mind or anything to expect. I just want to know your first thoughts and, you know, what you think of it. So I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> All right. But we'll talk about it next week. That's for sure. All right, ladies. So that is a wrap for the show. Another night in the book. So it is time for our shout out, and we will start with Janelle. Oh, you would start with me. You were supposed to start with Miss Terry, but okay, I'll take that out. <laughs> okay. Well, I think. <laughs> Would you like to go. 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 go? I can go. No, I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. I'll take it. All right, well, let me, um, let me uh, pass you this time, girl. Let's run around this track. 
Okay, first off, um, we almost there, ladies. We almost there. It's almost time for football. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. As a matter of fact, Terry, um, our first preseason game is on Friday, just so you know. All right. And it will be showing on Fox, just so you know. Just okay. Make sure you watch that. Um. Miss Terry, you were missed last week, so I'm so glad you're back with us, and I hope that um, all is well. You stay in our prayers, so um, always remember that you are loved. Thank you. When you're you're here and when you're not here, you are loved. Thank you. Uh, Miss Lucinda, (sighs) okay, I I, I don't, I don't, uh, sing along Sally, that's what we're going to call you tonight, because you had a song for every segment. I just don't understand what's happening. But I love you anyway. Um, TJ, I am so excited for what's coming, for, the, for what we've been texting about. I'm I'm so excited. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and I'm, I'm happy because you continue to uh, bring on excellent shows the the amount of work that you have to do because I know just for me to keep up with you and me trying to make sure that I have my my I, I have to go through so much trying to make sure I'm staying on top of things but uh, I so appreciate the, the amount of work that you put in and and I just want you to keep up the good work your time is coming sweetheart your time is coming thank you thank you Terry. Ladies, I love each of you, and just know when I'm not here, you all are missed. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. And, Tina, I second what Janelle just said. As I told you, you always have a phenomenal lineup. I love the way you do your homework. Yeah, we have to do some homework, too. (laughs) But you always have your ducks in a row. And I just, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you. If Lois will, I would see you in church Sunday. I had to work downstairs on Sunday with the children. Okay. But I I hope to see you Sunday. Okay. Dale, <laughs> it is always a pleasure to hear your voice. I love you dearly. Miss Lucinda, you just a bomb with those lyrics. I mean, you just come out of nowhere. Just to open the floodgates and you just come running out. I thank you, and I love you. And, guys, you all be safe. Have a blessed rest of the week. Hey, man. Thank you, Terry. Hey, Lou. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Okay. Thank you, Miss Terry. I received that. Um. Yes, um, I'm just so thankful. I'm glad that you are back, Miss Terry, because you just add that that uh, specialty to this group. Thank the threesome is not the same as the four, you know, the fear, fearful or the faithful or the fearless four, whatever we are. It's not the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Would you stop running? Janelle, I love you. I do. I do. I do. And I just want to say that I love you. I'm so glad that you're here with us and you've been so faithful with us lately. I'm, I'm proud of you. 
Miss Terry, I love you more than words can express. TJ. Mm-hmm. And I love you so much. You're the queen of this thing. If it wasn't for you, where would we be? So I thank God for you. I'm going to support you until eternity. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Words cannot describe. They cannot express enough. So I thank you. And um, God willing, we'll be back. Same back time, same back station. All right? All right. See y'all next week. Love you. Love you guys. Be blessed. Love you back. Bye, ladies. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports. Two. All right, so let's see. Um, Wednesday Wikipedia is tonight. Uh, let's see, 1984. This is in, I'm sorry, on August the 11th. Uh, 1984, Carl Lewis, he won his fourth gold medal in the 1984 Summer Olympics. And in 2015, it was the first time in history that all 15 Major League Baseball host teams won their game. All right, such so a Wednesday Wikipedia for August the 11th. Shout out to the birthday people celebrating birthdays today. Chris Hemsworth, he turns 38. Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, turns 68. Patty Mills, the basketball player, turns 33. Chris Kelly of Crisscross, um, the one that passed away. Um, we lost him back in 2013, but he would have celebrated his birthday today. And Miss Viola Davis turns 56. So happy birthday to them. All right. Of course, um, like we always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, one hour, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate the support. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night. All right. And um, shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers, the Chambers brothers. Marvin, I got to get with you. I did see your message. Just got it late, so I apologize for that. Um, of course, a great big shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. Yes, she did that, okay? If you missed it, make sure that you catch it on the podcast or on the recording on Facebook. To the ladies, Aunt Lou, Janelle, Terry, who round out this fearsome foursome, I, again, for your support, just for your unconditional support. Um, Janelle kind of um, uh, preluded to it, but we do have some things coming up. Um, actually, September the 8th, there's going to be a live show that your girl is working on. So um, more details to come as I get everything, uh, you know, in place or whatever, but um, going to do a live show, so it's going to be a, kind of a totally different format. Um, I'm definitely going to make sure that I incorporate Lucinda's lyrics because we have got to have that wherever we go. But again, more details to follow, but just um, trying to branch out, trying to advance the show every which way I can. So again, I thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, all of the uh, prayer, support, unconditional love, everything. It is received each and every day. So y'all keep your girl in your prayers because we're trying to make big things popping. All right. Of course, a great big shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson, and last but by no means least to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me, for your sacrifice, for your love, your unconditional love and support. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. All right. 
that's going to do it for the show tonight. Uh, only one more thing left. That is TJ's motivational moment. Uh, shout out to Jerome for calling in to the show tonight. Always love when people call in to give their thoughts um, and talk to us. And, you know, Jerome and I, we were talking about it tonight. Edron James, his uh, induction speech. You know that old saying, don't judge a book by its cover. It is so true. And if you think about it, think about it in your own everyday life, how we judge people that we do not know just by the appearance of what we see, okay? And then think about the times where you have been just so wrong based on that cover of the book that you saw and you just knew that you knew what that person was about, who they were, you know, what their motives, what their intentions, whatever it was. But this is a perfect example of why you cannot judge a book by its cover. So tonight, the motivational moment, I leave you with the words from Edron James, his induction speech from the 2021 Hall of Fame. Throughout my career, I took pride in representing my culture, my people, and keeping it real. And I did it all while doing my job. In the real world, we need to think about these things and protect the people we're supposed to protect. Now, as a running back, I had to block and protect the quarterback. Just imagine if I don't block, if I don't protect him from the pass rush. In society, we have witnessed a lot of people turning the other cheek. Since we're in the football world, imagine if I turn the other cheek and don't protect my quarterback. I played with two Hall of Famers, and I played against my brothers, people I went to school with. What if I intentionally missed my blocking assignment? and one of my boys does damage to my QB. What happens to my team if I don't do my job and protect him? Now think about what happens to our culture and to our family when we don't get the protection we're supposed to. It tears us down. It kills our confidence. It divides us. Do your job. That's what I did. I put my body on the line and I protected my quarterback. We have a lot of things going on in this country. It's only right that we keep the light shining on these issues. Just do your job. If everybody did their job, the world would be a better place. For some reason, I always had to deal with perception. Perception, though, isn't always reality. It definitely wasn't my reality. People looked at my gold teeth and dreads and were shocked and surprised I had never been under arrest or spent time in jail. So many people told me that you can't have dreads and gold teeth and be accepted in the NFL, but I never listened. I always knew who I was, a great football player, a great father, a proud black man, a lion, and this was my main. Which many of those doubters would later discover once they got to know the real me. Times have changed. Look around the league. Look at some of the young stars. As a matter of fact, look at my pro football Hall of, Hall of Fame bus. Rocking the same dreads they said I shouldn't. My closing message, proudly represent the real you. Follow your dreams, aim high, and create the life you want to live. And to all those who have been judged prematurely, because of their appearance, the way they speak, where they come from, and in the minds of many should be locked up in prison, I represent us. I'm forever more alive, locked up in the Canton Correctional Institution.
and made number 336 in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. My career started with gold teeth and ended with this gold jacket. Good night and God bless. The Canton Correctional Facility. Y'all put him in jail? Man had never been in jail in his life. Inmate 336, that's his number, his induction number. He said he came in with gold teeth and left with a gold jacket. Why, you can never judge a book by its cover. You got to take people at face value. Get to know them. Get to learn them. Don't judge them. Let them show you who they are. Go ahead, Edwin James. I salute you. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourself. Never let nobody tell you who you are. You show who you are. We'll see you next week.